Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome, Welcome to Spazzin' Out, Spazzin Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. today. Two topics that I have to talk about, but I don't know which one to start with. Do I start with Joe Biden and the fact that there are now congressmen calling him out, a for, the former White House physician to both Barack Obama and Donald Trump is now calling Joe Biden out, saying that he's not cognitive, his cognitive skills are not good enough to be president and is demanding a cognitive test or do I start out with this pinhead, Megan Rapino? Is that how you say it? Pino, like Pino Grigio? Megan Rapino, who was the uh, women's soccer's hero. The, she, she was a world champion. They won the last World Cup. The, the mutant liberal, the liberal mutant that's not going to get canceled, but should get canceled. I don't know where to start with this. I feel like I should start with Joe, but I, I you know what? We'll save Joe. And why don't I start with Megan Rapino? Who, if it was anyone else, if it was, if she were a Republican, if she were Tom Brady, if she were fucking a guy, would be canceled and would be booted. People would be yelling, "Girl!" She'd be bounced out. Man, this is long. She would be canceled. Here's what happened. All right, so first let, let, let's let's set the stage. Megan uh, Rapino plays for the... I don't know if she plays anymore, but she played for the, the 2019 World Cup champs, the women champs. The United States won. She was the captain. She, I, I honestly, I think she had the scoring goal to win the whole thing. What she did after, right? So the, the women win the World Cup. I want to set up the stage for this scumbag. Before the World Cup, she would repeatedly, repeatedly kneel for the national anthem. She would kneel for social justice. She, she's a Black Lives Matter person. She cares about other people. Everybody, no one can be hurt. She's all for not making people feel butthurt. She's all for social justice, racial justice. It's important that you know she's for racial justice. She would cancel your ass if you ever made some kind of a racial type comment. She kneels for the national anthem after, immediately after winning the World Cup while they're celebrating on the field. And, it, and it's a famous video. She's doing some weird things side to side and one of her teammates has the American flag and the teammate's trying to pass it over. She waves the American flag off like it's some fucking piece of crap. 
and then the flag falls and drops to the ground. Luckily, someone else on the team realizes that the flag shouldn't hit the ground and picks it up, but this piece of crap waved off the flag like, oh, oh, get the stars and stripes away from me. Get that racist fucking thing away from me. And then, before winning the cup, she says, well, if we win and Donald Trump invites us, we won't go. We won't accept the honor of going to the White House. We don't want to be anywhere near Donald Trump, this righteous, liberal mutant. Well, she's just, oh, wait, here's another thing. She just got signed, and this is a tragedy. Let me, let me, I wish I had taps to play because this is a fucking tragedy. Victoria's Secret is going away from supermodels. Victoria's Secret will no no longer have Victoria's Angels. They're going away from the stereotype of super hot broads wearing their clothes to everyday average fucking mutants like this lady wearing their clothes. So now she's going, she just got hired along with a bunch of other people to work for Victoria's Secret. And then it comes out that in 2011, she shot out a offensive tweet, a racial tweet, a tweet that if someone else sent it out, she would be begging for them to be canceled, begging for them to be fired. She would be touting about how this is a racist comment and it's disgusting. And this person should be absolutely deleted from society. Well, here's what she said in 2011. And and let me be clear. I'm not offended by the fucking tweet. I, I don't care. It's a tweet. Who gives a shit? Stop being butthurt. People need to stop being butthurt. But here's the problem. I can't stand. There's nothing. I can't. I hate double standards more than I hate anything. I hate when someone says, you can't do this, but I can do it. I hate when someone says, no, 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 no. Ah, no. You're not allowed to do that. But then they go and do it. I fucking hate double standards. It drives me nuts. Absolutely bonkers. So here's what Raposa, Rapino, Megan Rapino says in a tweet, and she doesn't get canceled. The woke liberals aren't going after her. Uh, secret uh, Victoria's Secret says it hasn't kicked her out and fired her and said, nope, we don't want you here. The Asian community's not going after her. The black community's not looking for something. Black Lives Matter isn't protesting. They're not bouncing her ass out. She tweeted, you look Asian with those closed eyes. You look Asian with those closed eyes. That doesn't sound like a tweet coming from someone that doesn't want to make fun of people. Someone that's woke. Someone that doesn't want to racially offend anybody. Does it? No, it's just a fucking tweet that she made 10 years ago. No big deal. Whatever. I don't think you should dig up in people's past and go, oh, look at this tweet they made back in 2012 or 2011. But she is one of those people that would come after you for that. She is someone that if Tom Brady tweeted that in 2011, she'd be saying Tom Brady needs to be canceled. Tom Tom Brady needs to be fired from the NFL. His his sponsors need to boot him. But yet, because she is a woke liberal, because she supports things that the woke media supports, it's not a media story. I don't hear it being reported anywhere. CNN isn't running with this. You don't see uh, conservatives going after her. You don't see conservatives saying, oh, we need to delete this lady. I'm merely pointing out the fact that it's a double standard and I can't stand it. It's disgusting. This piece of crap waved off the American flag, kneels for the national anthem. She kneels for the national anthem in, 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 to, to, to bring awareness to racial injustice, 
but yet she tweets out a racial comment saying, and I quote, you look Asian with those closed eyes. I personally don't care. Bro, you might look Asian with the closed eyes. I don't know. I got to look at, look at this. I might look Asian right now. I don't fucking care. I'm not trying to make fun of Asian people. And it's, and it's a stupid comment. Not made to offend anybody. She's just saying it. And I don't think people should get canceled for that kind of crap. But in the society that we live in now, in the cancer culture that we live in now, she would be calling. Let's say it was somebody else. Let's say it was someone on her team that supported Trump or that was a conservative and they said it 10 years ago. She would be calling for them to be kicked off the USA soccer team. She would be calling for them to be booted from Victoria's Secret. She would be calling for Twitter to cancel them and make sure that they can no longer tweet. And so wouldn't everybody else in the woke media and all the liberal mutants would be coming down on her hardcore, especially because right now we're dealing with the, with the Asian hate that goes on here in the United States. We're dealing with the racial problems uh, towards women, towards fat people, towards Native Americans, towards African Americans, towards Asian Americans. Um, but you can make fun of white guys. Not towards white, not towards white men. White white men are the the scum, bums, losers, race. They've perpetuated all of this. If one if I if one of us had said it, woo woo. If one of us had said, uh, if one of us had said, you look Asian with those closed eyes, she'd be running like. No. She'd be trying to cancel your ass. Double standards are, are disgusting. I expect her to be fired by Victoria's Secret. I expect someone to get her bounced from the U- United States women's soccer team. This is the problem. And I talk about it a lot on this show. We tolerate it. We don't say anything. We allow this shit to happen. We, we sit back and we allow people like uh, Rapino to come at us, tell us that we're bad people, tell us that we're racist, and we allow her to do it, and she can out someone and get them canceled, and we allow it, we don't say anything, we sit back, we're like, oh, fuck, we don't say anything, and then when she does something, woke media doesn't go after her, they say, oh, 10 years ago, she was, she was probably, who knows who the tweet was about, but nobody says anything, it's cool, let's move on from it. And that's a problem. It is a problem. And, and this is why we have cancel culture. Because the white male allows this shit to happen. Because they don't stand up and say, I'm not racist. They don't stand up and say, wait a second. You can't stomp on the flag. You can't drop the flag. You can't burn the flag. You can't kneel. We just sit back and we're like, oh, oh, oh maybe we shouldn't say anything. Oh, my balls are in my wife's purse. You allow it to happen. And the more you allow it to happen, the more you allow yourself to get gaslighted into thinking you're bad, the worse this country will be. So she needs to be canceled. Someone, I'm calling out to influential Republicans to have this lady canceled. I want her to lose her job. Other people have lost endorsements for less. 
people have lost jobs, money, have been canceled, have been banned for a lesser comment. This is double standard. This is do as I say, not as I do, worse than anything I've ever heard. She kneels for the national anthem. Why? For social injustice. She kneels for the national anthem to bring a light to racial injustice. And yet she tweets a racist comment. Although it's 10 years ago, but she would come gunning at anybody else for doing it. It's disgusting. All right, we need to move on from this. This, this, this lady's an absolute mutant. I can't even believe I just wasted, I don't know, what did I waste? Like fucking five, ten minutes on this piece of crap. All right, we need to get to Joe Biden. Representative Johnny Jackson, I'm sorry, Ronnie Jackson, Representative Ronnie Jackson out of Texas, who is a physician. He was a he was Barack Obama's White House physician. He was Donald Trump's White House, House uh, physician. He is now a congressman. He is now in the House of Representatives for Texas. He is speaking out and saying that he believes it is time to force or to require Joe Biden to take a cognitive test. He said there's too many gaffes, and we've all heard him. Joe Biden can't fucking talk, dude. This guy can't answer a question without falling asleep. Listen, here. Here's a, here's a, listen. A reporter asked Joe a question. Here's Joe's response. And I didn't edit it. There's like a gap of 20 seconds while the guy's thinking, I'm telling you, I thought he was going to die. He was like Russell Crowe going into the light in Gladiator. He was gone. And then he came back. He disappeared for 20 seconds. (laughs) Answer the first question. (laughs) I'm laughing too. They actually, I... Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that... uh, uh, The answer is... Dude, let me see how long that is. He disappeared on live TV. Almost eight seconds. For eight seconds, he just glared off into the distance. And we've heard him. He's messed up the... um, Declaration of Independence. We we heard him talk about that time. He's like, "What? Well, you know, you you stack twenty cans of tomatoes and and you get the forklift and uh, bro." Follow the yellow brick road. 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 The guy legit is the great and powerful wizard of America. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. The all-powerful wizard of America and behind the curtain is Kamala Harris and anybody else that's running the show and they prop Joe up out there. And it is clear that he has a cognitive problem. It's clear that he has cognitive decline. And it's, it is absolutely imperative for this country to ensure that Joe gets tested. And not just because it's Joe Biden. Listen, Donald Trump took a cognitive test when called out. Here's a, these cuts are a little bit long, but I'm going to play former White House physician to Barack Obama and, uh, Donald Trump. I just had a Joe Biden moment. Barack Obama and Donald Trump, and he is now a House. He's now he's now a Texas representative to Congress. Do you suspect what many Americans suspect that he's in a cognitive? He's cognitively weak and in decline. Absolutely, Sean. You know, after this most recent embarrassing 
performance overseas. I thought it was time to come out. We, we can't sit on this any longer. I've been saying this for a year and a half, Sean. I took care of three presidents over 15 years in the White House, including being the physician of the president for both Barack Obama and Donald J. Trump. And, you know, I know what the rigors of this job are, both physically and cognitively. It, it's demanding. And, and after this performance, I mean, we've been seeing this for a year and a half now. I, I've been saying that Joe Biden is not, he's not physically or cognitively fit to be our president right now. What are you supposed to say to that? Here is a man. He was Barack Obama's physician. He was Donald Trump's physician. Now he is saying that it is clear that Joe Biden isn't cognitively there. Now, the first thing that needs to happen is they need to call for the 25th Amendment. That needs to happen. He needs to get a cognitive test. If he is proven that he has a cognitive decline and he's not fit for president, we're going to get stuck with Kamala Harris. I don't know if that's any better. I don't know what's worse. It might be better to leave Joe in and shut up. And then in four years, we could just get rid of him and get rid of Kamala instead of having three and a half years of Kamala Harris, which is what she probably wants, which is what these woke people want. But when, when the former White House physician to both Barack Obama and Donald Trump says this. I, I've been saying that Joe Biden is not, he's not physically or cognitively fit to be our president right now. What are we supposed to do? I, I don't think that's true, but that could be. <laughs> Joe doesn't know if it's true. It could be. He's, he's confused up there. The good, the bad, and the truth. The good, the bad, and the ugly, Joe. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. I, the good, the bad, and the truth. You're a moron. I, I want to play another cut from um, Rep. Jackson. It's, it's a little bit long. It's, it's about a minute, but bear with me because you need to hear it. You need to hear this man speak. This is something Democrats need to be listening to, too. You need to key in on this. It is a big problem. What an embarrassment it was to have him out there with Putin, who Putin has his shit together. Putin's there. He's just sitting back laughing, acting nice in public. And then he goes back in the backgrounds and laughs and says, this is fucking ridiculous. This is the leader of, of the United States of America. What can we do with this guy? And I just think that he's not inspiring confidence in the American people. He's not inspiring confidence in our allies overseas. And more importantly, he's sending the wrong message to our adversaries overseas. This is a dangerous situation right now. I feel like we really need to know what's going on, Sean. I think that if you remember the, the, the mainstream media and the far left and the Democrats, they were, they were relentless in their pursuit of me when I was taking care of President Trump, just demanding that he have a cognitive test, that he have a physical exam that included a cognitive test. They said that every president should have that. It should be the new standard that we should know that our commander in chief and our head of state is, is, is capable of leading the nation. And so we did, we submitted to that. President Trump, as you mentioned, he did, he did he hit a perfect score on his cognitive test, an outstanding performance. And I, I, I'm just saying now, I'm saying that is the new standard the precedent has been set, and I'm asking Joe Biden and his medical team to get out there and to get this physical exam done, get this cognitive testing done, and get the results back to the American people. We need to know that we can trust our president, and we need to know that he's in charge of what's going on and that someone else is not pulling the strings from behind the scene because that's the way it looks like it's happening right now. That's Rep. Ronnie Jackson out of Texas. Uh, he's calling for a cognitive test of Joe Biden, and he is the former White House physician for Barack Obama and... Donald Trump and Donald Trump submitted to the cognitive test, passed the cognitive test. Um, the rep is saying that it is now the new standard that all presidents should be taking some kind of a cognitive test because it's imperative that the American people, sorry, I got my mouth, the American people know whether or not their president is there. Is he, is he still cognitively with us? 
can he still make decisions on behalf of the American people? Decisions that matter, or is there someone behind the str- is there someone behind the curtain making the calls? We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. The great and powerful wizard of America is not there. He is literally just a big head floating in the sky and behind the curtain, someone else is pulling the strings, someone else is telling him what to do. We don't know, is it Kamala Harris, is it Nancy Pelosi, is it a bunch of woke liberals? I don't know, and I don't care to know what I want is the man to take a cognitive test, which he most certainly will feel. Unless they get the guy all banged up on Adderall or he snorts a couple lines, which I'm, I'm sure is what they do before they send him out to go speak with the public. I'm telling you, when they send him out there, they probably get him all jacked up on Ritalin, Adderall, Speed, something. They, they get a cocktail ready for this guy, and he gets out there and somewhat speaks. Like, or, or, or he disappears sometimes. I, I don't think that's true, but that could be. It could be true. I don't know. But not all, uh, Republicans shouldn't be the only one worried about this. Democrats should be too. Democrats should see what's going on. It's clear that Joe Biden is not with it. He needs to be tested. You forced Donald Trump to get tested. He took the test. Why? Because he knew he was going to pass it. We didn't have to worry about Barack Obama. He was younger. Donald Trump was older. He took the test. He aced the test. Now it's clear that Joe Biden has a problem. He should be held to the same standard as Donald Trump was. And every president after that, I think every single president from now on should take this test. The only problem with it is it needs to be an independent test. And I don't know how you handle something like that. I don't know how you could, because again, everything in politics can get fucked with. You could, you could get a doctor that could just mess up the results and then we'll never know. So I don't know if there's a fair way to do it or if there's a time-tested um, way to cognitively test someone that you can't fuck with the results. And if there is, we need to do this and it needs to happen for Joe Biden. It's a telling tale. When a man that is a physician to two separate presidents, meaning one a liberal, one a Republican, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, both, both, he was, he was their physician for both. And now he's a state, uh, I'm sorry, now he's a congressman and he's calling for this test and he's fine. He's the only one speaking out about it. No one else has come out about it, but I'm, I'm hoping that off, off, off of this, off of these comments right here. And, and after this performance, I mean, we've been seeing this for a year and a half now. I, I've been saying that Joe Biden is not, he's not physically or cognitively fit to be our president right now. He's not physically or cognitively fit to be our president. And I think that that's clear. When we see Joe speak, when we see Joe walk, when we see Joe fall down a flight of stairs or up a flight of stairs, when we see him out in public, or when he's not answering questions from reporters because he can't, because he can't think on his feet anymore. He's not all there anymore. He's a little bit slow. We can all see it. It, It's sad. If he were your grandfather, you would have already committed him to a home. If he were your grandfather, you would have already got him tested for dementia. If he was your damn fucking grandfather, you'd have his ass sitting on the couch all day long and you'd be fucking spoon feeding him and changing his diaper. But 
because this is your woke president, because you would have done anything to have anybody else than Donald Trump, and this was the only guy that could win, and the only guy you could control like a puppet, because he can't think for himself anymore, you rolled his ass out there, and God knows how the fuck he won, who knows, I'm not going to go down the debate on whether or not the election was stolen, I, it, it, it blows me away that more Democrats and more Republicans are not calling for the 25th Amendment. If you don't know what the 25th Amendment is, it, it's a provision in the Constitution to a, a couple of ways you can call the president out for not being mentally there. Okay, you, the, the, the vice president of the United States, along with cabinet members, can do it. The vice president of the United States, along with Congress members or, or, a, or a group of Congress members that have been set forth by Congress to determine whether or not he's cognitive or is or is uncognitive. I don't know if a word is uncognitive. That's how it works. Now, the president can write a letter and say, I'm fine. And then it goes back. And then there's a vote on it to see whether he's not fine. There are ways to deem him fine and not fine, and it needs to be done immediately. Immediately. We can no longer have our president disappear on public, on live TV. Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is seven, eight seconds later, he, he came back from the light. He was with Russell Crowe. He was touching the grass. He thought he was going to see his wife and kids. Ah, I'm Maximus Meridius. Legion. Ah. Boom. Guy wakes up. He's like, oh, I'm here. The answer is. The answer is. Ah. I, I don't think that's true, but that could be. Both of the things we talked about today, double standards. Liberals, Democrats, double, double standard Democrats drive me nuts. You have the woke soccer player, Rapino, who makes a racist comment 10 years ago, says, you look like an Asian with those eyes closed. Anyone else would have been canceled. Anyone else would have lost their Victoria's Secret um, sponsor. They'd have been kicked off the soccer team. It's a nothing story. No one cares about it because it wasn't a white Republican male making the comment. So everybody has moved on. And then you have our president, that is being called out by the former White House physician and now a congressman, Barack Obama's physician, Donald Trump's physician, says this guy is not fit for office. It's clear that he has cognitive decline, but no one's doing anything about it. No one's stepping up. I hope that him speaking out, it works. This is what I'm talking about. People like him, people like Rep. Ronnie Jackson from Texas, they need to speak out. We need more Republicans to speak up. We need Democrats to speak up as well, too. Just because it's your party, you need to step up and you need to say, hey, our guy doesn't have it. Our guy can't play. It's like Tuka fucking Rask in Boston. Someone needed to speak up and say, bro, you can't play. You got a blown out hip. You're out. Someone needs to do that about Joe. Joe, you're done. Throw in the towel. Someone needs to throw the towel at Joe Biden in the next fucking press conference and get him out. He's gone. Have Mick come out. I say, look, do, do you see my hand, Joe? You see my finger? And then slap him in the face and say, you didn't see shit. You didn't see it coming. Because you're dust. You're toast. Something needs to be done about it. Would it suck to have Kamala? Yes, but at least we'd have someone that can think. Someone that can, well, she can't even think, dude. I mean, you, she's a fucking full of shit person, too. I'm going to go to the border. I'm going to go to the border. I've been to the border. But you haven't been to the border, Kamala. You haven't. All right, guys, that's it.
before I go, I'd like to say happy Father's Day. I know you guys are listening. If you're listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast, if you're watching live, then you get to see it live. Most people don't watch it live. Close to 3,000 streams per episode. Every time I upload a new episode, about 3,000 streams. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Share this with someone if, if you're watching. But I just want to say happy Father's Day. I'm recording it on Sunday. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. <clears throat> tough gig being a dad. Probably a tougher gig being a mom. So <laughs> I'm one of those guys that on Father's Day, I, I like to say to my, my wife that you know, I appreciate I get the day about 364 other days of the year. You're, you're, the, you're the boss. You're the best. You really do the hard work. While us guys, we get to float around in life. It's one of those stereotypical things, but the truth is 90% of the time you'll find me with a drink in my hand while my wife's really dealing with the kids and dealing with the shit. So we should thank, we should thank the ladies. That's a woke thing for me to say, right? Thank the ladies on father's day. So happy father's day guys. And I got a great gift from my family. I was working at WEI this morning and my son, Nariam Presley and my wife, Kaylee, they showed up and they came bearing gifts. So thank you guys so much. I love you very, very much, honey. I love you, Nariam, Presley. I love you. I truly love being a dad. It's probably the uh, I, the best thing I, I am is a dad, first and foremost. And then after that, it's an alcoholic, right? All right. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out. God bless. God bless America.